Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. Good morning, folks. Here's how markets are looking right now. And we are coming off the back of a positive session. Stocks rose overnight to start big week of inflation data. So investors right now actually buying up tech shares in wake of the recent weakness we saw in the sector. The Nasdaq up 1.1% to 13,918. The S&P 500 was higher by 0.7% to 4,487 and the Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 90 points or 0.3% to 34,664. A couple of notable movers, Disney rose 1.2% after the media conglomerate and cable TV provider Charter Communications reached a deal to end their cable blackout fight. Tesla shares jumped 10% after Morgan Stanley upgraded the stock and predicted a significant rally ahead because of breakthroughs with its autonomous software. Qualcomm shares rose nearly 4% after the semiconductor company says it will supply Apple with 5G modems for smartphones through 2026. For more insights, we're joined by Jason Bottenfield. He is the partner and managing director of Park Cities Group at Stewart Partners. Jason, thanks for joining us on the show today. Yeah, thank you. Good morning. Now, let's get your take first with how markets seem to be bouncing back and technology is back in favour again. Yeah, technology is definitely uh, back in favor. I mean, it uh, it got beat up pretty well over the last few weeks and has has gotten a, a little bit of a rally here. Um, you know, you're you're starting to see some of the the big players pop up again. Obviously, you just mentioned uh, you know Tesla having a great day, mm. but uh, you know tech seems to always be somewhat in favor. It goes out of favor quick, but comes back to favor really strong. Yeah, how are you thinking about tech right now? Are you looking to get in at I guess, cheaper valuations, or are you rotating elsewhere right now? You know, tech has always been a part of the portfolios for some time. I mean, you just have to be there. It's an area that, you know, the whole globe is being a part of. You know, it's just uh, revolutionizing what people do, what, what they can see, find out, information, you know, work, autonomous, just all these things. And now that we have AI, you know, it's another frontier that's, you know, going to be exposed over the years. So I think, you know, tech's just going to be a big part of our lives and you have to be there. But, you know, am I backing up the trucks mm-hmm. into tech? I think you've got to you got to pump the brakes a little bit. You know, you need to have a, a consistent allocation and a strategy there. You, you can't just uh, go all in. I mean, that's uh, time in the market never never wins for anyone. Yeah, talking about backing up the trucks, let's talk about what's on the roads right now. And it is, uh, as you describe it, quite a tough or uncertain outlook when it comes to what the Fed's going to be doing. On one hand, you've got, you no know, talk about how the labor market's quite resilient. And on the other hand, you've got inflation still quite sticky. So how do you chart the way forward when you look at markets right now? Yeah, you know, that's something that I really have a lot of conversations with clients about is trying to just kind of tell a story and something that you can kind of put your hands around a little bit. And I know there's not a ton, tons of mountains in uh, Singapore, but if you kind of think about if you're driving on a mountain road, mm. you may have driven that road for 20 years. You know, you know the course, you know the turns, but, you know, it's a heavy fog. And you just don't go full speed through a heavy fog, no matter whether it's a mountain or just a regular road, because, you know, you could go off that road. And I kind of see that in the markets right now. And I think that fog is really just the Fed fog. You don't know what they're going to do. And they're really not seeing what they want to see with the numbers they're looking at. They're going to make their decision based on the data. And that's consistent in what they've been saying. The data just doesn't look great. 
So that fog that we've had for 2022 and even coming into this year, that it started to part ways a little bit. And and now it's really come back on because we don't, the Fed's not seeing what they want to see with an unemployment. You know, they want to be, you know, and this is me putting words in their mouths, but it's pretty consistent. They want to be in the four or five, six range on unemployment, you know, and we're at 3.8. So there's a ways to go to get the five and 6%. That's millions of jobs. And you're also not seeing inflation come down as quickly as they would have liked. You know, we're, we've got some Fed raises that are built into here over a 12-month period. We've still got another 1.5% that still hasn't been built in, if you will, to have the time to kind of mature. But I, I'm not sure that the Fed's really seeing what they want to see at this point, And they're really, they could raise. Right. And what you're describing, Jason, seems to be that we need to see more job losses or even layoffs before the Fed starts to change its tune. Are you seeing that happen when you look at, for example, the latest commentary from the earnings season? Any sign of that on the horizon? We're not really seeing it. You know, we saw, you know, the unemployment rate go down a little bit a month ago, then it's popped back up here, but it's only back to where it was in May. So, I mean, it's uh, you're seeing this back and forth to where how to get inflation down if you were if we were at eight percent, you know, that leg down from six to four percent on inflation or even eight to four percent was so much easier to do than it's gonna be from going from four percent down to two percent. And the only way to do that is really to have the economy to stop from heating up and you know, they're gonna say Fed higher for longer, but unemployment is a, is a part of their tools. I mean, they have a blunt tool and unemployment, really what it does in my mind is it's not that everybody's going to be laid off, but if you start to hear people being laid off or losing their job, it starts for the people that aren't going to lose their jobs. It starts to get them to kind of stop spending. Mm. And that kind of recidivism happens. And we just haven't seen that. You know, this, this, a lot of people expected it to happen with the rates being so high, the ability to purchase things has gone up, you know, tenfold, you know, 10 X almost in some cases, depending on what you're buying. I mean, it's just really robust what the inflation has done to people at the grocery store, you know, even with oil going higher here, we may even see a little bit of that kind of filter back into prices. So I I just don't see those numbers there, but unemployment has to go up. That's one of the mandates that they kind of have, I think, private and private conversations. It's not something they can talk about publicly. Mm. You've seen that in a couple of interviews where Somebody will kind of put them on the on the coals, if you will, and say, so you want people to be unemployed. You know, they're trying to bait them into having that private conversation publicly. And I just don't think they're going to have it, but is what has to happen to try and slow things down, in, in my opinion. It's just what I, I don't see how we get from 4 to 2%, which is where they want to be. They'd have to change where they want to go for that not to be the case, so that, that unemployment needs to build in there. Yeah, Jason, talking about that slowdown in spending, is there an argument perhaps that after the pandemic, People had a lot of savings to spend, and now that power of cash could be, you know, starting to uh, diminish to some extent, and maybe that could help with the inflationary pressures to some extent. Yeah, it could. You know, really burning off those trillions of dollars that were given out there. I know one of your guests, guests, uh, you know, a few days ago, Will with EMG was talking about, you know, eighty percent of the dollars that were out there were produced in the last few years. It's one of these things where the savings is off. Credit cards. 
balances are going higher. So we're seeing some of that data in there. But I still think as long as people are employed, they may just keep spending, spending, spending because, you know, they can make that payment. They can make that mm. credit card payment. They, it's okay to not have those savings. So, you know, I, I think that there is some validity to that comment. I'm just wondering if you have historic employment numbers, that's a, you know, the economy is usually, you know, not dealing with that type of, you know, spending and demand. So, you know, maybe it, it weights it and off weights, offsets it a little bit, but I'm a little worried, but, you know, it's not, it's not doomsday for everything. There's going to be pockets of, you know, tech and growth and some areas here and there. I just think that you're driving through a fog. It doesn't mean you stop. You don't put the hazards on and just stop on the side of the road. You just be cautious. Don't go full speed. Don't, don't, you know, keep pedal to the metal. And unfortunately, I think on some days and days like today and, you know, a few months ago, we see the market just full speed ahead. And I think that we need to be a little bit cautious mm. here for people that may be thinking, hey, we had a bad 2022 and we're off to the races again. I think you don't make that mistake and just go all in and go outside of what you strategically need to be allocated towards. Yeah, Jason, how about spending? I'm sure lots of people will be spending cash on the next iPhone 15. So let's wrap things up with oh, what yeah. your advising your clients to spend their cash on in the markets at least? Yeah, so I really think that you need to stick to a, you know, a, a strategic allocation that you've had for some time. Don't, don't really back the trucks up into anything that you think is going to outperform. But if you do, I, I would say not necessarily what your allocation is, but if you do have things that you need to spend money on over the next 12 months, whether it's goal spending or just lifestyle spending or something that you have planned that's coming up, whether it's uh, you know, for your home or your car or something like that, get that cash built now. Don't wait. Don't try to catch the market running up because it could run down really quick on you. And so, you know, build that cash early, get that get that cash and put it into something that's ultra short on the bond or fixed income side and, and just take that free 5% or whatever you can get there. So, that, so that's something that we haven't seen for the last two or three years is you can get 5% and pretty much not take very much risk. So don't try to make that extra return in the market if you have some expenses coming up. All right, stay safe on the roads if you are driving in the markets these days. We've been chairing Jason Bottomfield. <laughs> is the Partner and Managing Director of Heart Cities Group at Stewart Partners. Jason, thanks for the time today. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.